<clears throat> Turn that bass up, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a podcast. It's our podcast. It has a name. We are Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I am Dave. I am Ralph. Welcome, everyone. That's right, Ralph. Welcome to the little podcast that's doing it. <laughs> little podcast that's doing well, it. That's doing pretty it. good. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, Dave, Ralph, how are things going for you, buddy? Things are going pretty well. We, uh, I'm done working for the week. Nice. Me and the fam and uh, two other families are going up to Leech Lake in Minnesota. Lovely. uh, That must be why we're recording on a Wednesday night, eh? Yes. We are leaving tomorrow, coming back Sunday. It's going to be seven kids, six adults, three families. Wow. Sounds like fun. Last year was was interesting. And uh, this year will be... uh, So this year the, the boys know what to expect. Okay. Which will be good. Oh, it was brand brand new last year. Yeah, it was the first time we did it, so we're we're working on a little tradition. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, a little, I love family traditions. Yeah, it's a lot best. of fun, and they've They're been the looking best. forward to it ever since it ended. It's awesome. We last year the lake was so clear. We were out on the pontoon. You could actually see the little teeny tiny sunnies hitting Aww. their hooks. Oh. They each at least caught ten fish. It's nice. So it was it was awesome. Yeah, those are the kind of memories that'll last a lifetime, Dave. Yeah, that's it great. Was, it was a lot of fun. That's very great. And how did your uh, smoky cheese dip turn out at your draft? I didn't actually do it <gasps> because Gasp. another uh, another guy wanted to make his cheese dip, and I had other things going. So okay, okay. I did burgers. Some guy brought hot dogs. I did uh, bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers. So. Nice, nice. Sounds like an experience. How about the drama? Was it saved for your mama? There, there was no drama. Wow, that's pretty good. Uh, well, it sounds mean, like you've booted people that have been drama in the past, though. Well, they, so. they booted themselves. They booted themselves. That's what dramatic yeah. people tend to do. So there was a little bit of drama with one guy demanding an apology from another guy <laughs> for calling him a D-bag. But I had to use my commissioner power to step in and say, guys, listen, let's stop. Save the drama. Exactly. For your mama. Uh, yep. Yeah. But it was a, it was a good time. And, okay. and that's, that's the one draft I look forward to because... We've been doing it for 10 years. Sure. And for some, it's the only time we'll see each other in a year. And we come together and it's like we've been seeing each other every weekend. It's the great thing about fantasy football. Yeah. I mean, the Laker draft, I, there's there's guys in that league that I've, I mean, I've known everybody except for you. I've known since high school mm-hmm. and uh, it's this is the one time a year. Yeah. Where we're in touch and it's it's nice because I feel like I would have I would have fallen out of touch with people that weren't in that league. So. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the great thing about it. Definitely. Yeah, it's uh it was a, it was a good time. So you were mentioning a lot of foods there that you had at this little get together. Yeah. Oh, and today <laughs> I got Dunkin' Donuts for the office. Oh boy. So uh, I ate my weight in donuts. Well, here's the situation. And that, the, day, the day prior, <laughs> yesterday, now you're just bragging. I ate my weight in B Dubs. So here's the situation. This and is why it's stop. Okay, okay, all right. So you know it was my birthday last last Friday. So. We did a little Lynn 65, one of the best burgers in the city, in my in my opinion. We had had a little garage, little garage get together with the neighbors, you know. Uh, some beverages were flowing, and then and then my parents wanted to bring over pizza luce on Saturday. Well, 
Long story short, we had a plan. The neighbor group had a plan. So Zach and Laura are getting married three and a half weeks. Don't do it. And the <laughs> no, they they should do it. Um, but but uh, the the ladies, um, Claire and Laura, were talking about how you know they want to make sure they they look good for the wedding. Claire's and yep. a, a bridesmaid. Laura's going to be in her wedding dress and everything. So we started talking about a cleanse. Started talking about shedding those lbs, looking svelte. Yeah. At the wedding, right? Yeah. So. Zach and I decided we would be supportive of this and we would we would jump in and, and we would we would do the same thing. So we are doing starting Monday morning, we're doing no sugar, no carbs, no alcohol, no dairy. And so we're basically going like meat and vegetables. It's basically the gist. So the funny thing here is that certain people, Dave? Question mark? don't handle depriving themselves of things that cause pleasure very well. Yeah. And so Monday, uh, Zach was taking the first shift doing dinner. Um, and Claire had had her, her fruit parfait in the morning and the salad that I made her for lunch, you know, and then she got home and, and she ate like a half a cucumber and like she's big on cucumber. Mm. Cucumber and vinegar with salt sprinkled on it. That's like her snack from when she was a kid. Oh, you lost me in vinegar. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one, but um, she made me try it. It was, you know, whatever. It was like making your own pickle in your mouth. You remember on Step by Step, Co- or, uh, JT would put the milk and the and the chocolate sauce in his mouth and you'd shake it all yeah. up? Yeah, basically it's that only yeah. with pickles. So so anyway, we get to we get to the uh, we get to dinner time. And we're going over to their house at 6.15 for dinner. It is 6 o'clock. And Claire says, all right, what can I have for a snack? And I said, well, we, we have apples. We have cucumbers. We have carrot sticks. But if you want my honest advice, and she said something I didn't hear. And I said, but if you want my honest advice, I wouldn't have anything because we're going to be eating in 15 minutes. And she says, don't you say that to me. I need a snack. <laughs> um, so at the end of day one, we had some anger going on within the group. Um, so we are now on day three of an extreme cleanse. And uh, it's it's challenging. It's definitely challenging. Yeah. Um, Zach has made an attempt to make desserts. And they haven't gone well. So like he grilled plantains... Oh. But basically all he put on them was cinnamon because you can't put sugar or caramel yeah. or anything like that on them. Well, they were horrible. It was like eating a potato. You can smoke pineapples and watermelon. Right. Like fruits are fine. But like, you know, the so last night Claire made three ingredient cookies. They were like coconut, oats, and banana. Is that like the no-bake stuff? or? Um, No, she baked them. And they were actually pretty good. It kind of tastes like banana bread. Cardboard. But we're just in an interesting situation because we are three days in and uh, <clears throat> we got, we've got we got some angry people. Hangry, if you will. Yeah. And I got in trouble because I cheated today a little bit. Mm. But let me tell you how I cheated. Yeah. I had to get shoes for Zach's wedding because I'm in because I'm a groomsman. Shoes can't taste very good. No, 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 not the shoes. I didn't oh. eat the shoes. So I, but I had a Werther's caramel. Oh yeah. And you take the Werther's to the store and you match the color for the shoes. So you're getting the right color, I and see. then you eat the Werners. I fully considered throwing the Werther's. Sorry, yeah. I fully considered throwing the Werther's original away. Uh-huh. But I thought, good God, the thing's the size it's of a perfectly quarter. good Werther's. Right. So I ate it. And then you should have seen the fire in the girl's eyes when I told them that I ate the Werther's. 
<sighs> it's just better to not tell them what you're doing. Well, I know, but I mean, honestly, I'm not, che- I mean, I'm sticking with this. Like, I'm not cheating. Yeah. But I definitely um, did have the Reuters, so. Mm. And I had a couple of croutons on my salad, but I felt so guilty that I won't do that anymore. Yeah. I've never heard of, of cleanses before, so that's uh, that's a new one. It's just one of these things where you, like, what I've heard of it before is if you are having issues, like, stomach issues and stuff, mm-hmm. you cut out everything that could cause problems, and then you gradually reintroduce things so you find out what causes problems. Okay. And what I'll probably find out is that everything causes problems yeah. because I eat like trash. Now we're still having coffee. Ideally, you'd cut out caffeine. I ain't doing that. That's crazy talk. Makes but, sense. Uh, so yeah, it's been interesting. Yeah, because when I think of cleanses, I think of the stuff you drink and it just flushes you out, and you run in the bathroom all the time. You're talking Kelly Kapoor. She's drinking lemon water, lemon cayenne pepper and water. Kelly Kapowski. No, Kelly, no, Kelly. Kapoor from uh, The Office. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking Stay by the Bell. Are you okay? Leave me alone! She's just so angry because she hasn't eaten anything but lemon water and cayenne pepper for three days. But Oofta. Anywho, that was yeah. kind of a tangent, but uh, it's kind of all that's on my mind because I love to eat, and mm-hmm. we have 18 more days. <sighs> yeah, so I'm, I, I do a thing called intermittent fasting. Yes. And uh, so it, uh, it took some time to get into a rhythm with it, to get into a schedule, and uh, I've even ventured into the full day fasts, Ooh. and the uh, they call it OMAD, one meal a day. Okay. So I can kind of see where the the craziness goes if you haven't eaten in a while, because it's a lot of it's your mind, you know. Well, sure. Yeah. It's, you, you once you get past that whole mind thing, because I'm in a group on Facebook where these guys are fasting for like forty eight, seventy two hours. Wow, and that's they're crazy. Just, all they're having is water. Uh, and coffee. Cause those are really the two things that won't break a fast. Cause typically <clears throat> I'm not even like, I don't really, I'm not really starving by dinner yeah. typically, but like tonight I, like I had to eat some carrot sticks and hummus or mm-hmm. I was going to lose it. Like I was hurting. Yeah. So, so there's, and then there's some days where I, I break it and I just go crazy. Like the last two days, uh, with B dubs and, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. So, um, and then obviously a little vacation coming up is not good to fast. Well, sure. So I'll hit it again uh, starting on Monday. So when you do your <clears throat> intermittent fasting <throat> and you basically eat within a, 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 a six, certain window, six hour period yeah. or something, yeah, you fast for so basically hours. lunch and dinner right. are within like at the beginning and end of a window yeah. is basically yeah. what it is, right? How much do you worry about? Like, is like, are you eating healthy within that window? I mean, you're probably trying to. The worst thing you can do when you break a fast is eat terrible food like go to mcdonald's or burger king that pretty much cancels out everything you did up until that because there's nothing nutritious about nothing those nutritious all, i yeah. mean there's guys who do the omad thing or they'll it's like a a, a 23 one fast where they fast for 23 hours eat for one hour hmm. so what they'll do is to break their fast they'll have like a hard-boiled egg um, some chicken broth, bone broth, something like that. Maybe a protein shake, something light mm-hmm. to introduce everything back into your system. And the protein helps too sure. with all the enzymes and all that mm-hmm. stuff that's going on. Uh, and then they'll, you know, do something light. Hmm. But uh, yeah, the, the worst thing to do when you break a fast is to eat all that processed food and just down a couple Cokes and Mountain Dews. Well, you know what Claire's theory is <clears throat> about why uh, she 
isn't as small as she was when I when she met me. Oh, I'd love to hear this. Her theory is that what she used to do was just eat fast food for every meal, and it had no nutritional value, so it would fly through and it wouldn't stick. Mm. And now I'm cooking every meal, and she's eating so much more nutrients that it's it's sticking, and that it's my fault now that she's not as tiny as she once was. Uh, uh, I'm age. like, okay, so you want to go back to Burger King and Chick-fil-A every meal? Interesting, okay. A- well. Age and metabolism have something uh, to do with that, It's interesting how that happens, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, she shouldn't be back up on health class stuff. <laughs> Why don't you tell her that when she, <laughs> I, when she gets on? I might. Okay. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how my mood... I mean, I'm, <clears> I'm sure I'll settle in, but... Um, it's definitely, it's just, it's interesting knowing that I am just not, like, I just, I'm not having yeah. that. Like, that's, period, that's what it is. It's, like, I'm not even tempted because I just know I'm not allowed to have that. <laughs> Boom. One of the best feelings I get is when I get tempted at work or at home, you know, hey, you want this baby Ruth or you want to finish my sandwich? It's like right away my default is, yeah, give it to me. I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. But then you take a step back and you're like, you know what? I'm still fasting. I I, I don't want it. And then also I've noticed my clothes are fitting differently. Sure. Obviously. I used to wear 2X shirts. And I I can fit into some larges now. Good for you. So I've... I'm down 30 pounds from my heaviest. I know. You look good. Back in January. Yeah. So... And today I made a, a purchase that Molly doesn't know about yet. <laughs> um, one of the hardest things to find right now are those Bowflex Select Tech dumbbells. Oh, those the and ones, those are expensive the too. The ones where you turn the dial. Yeah, where it's yeah, it's just easy to change them. Yeah, uh, I went uh, to Dick's today on a whim after work, and uh, they had one left along with the uh, the stand. So. Daddy nice. got them, put them together. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a lot better than the rusty steel ones that I have outside that are like yeah. each specific weight and they take up so yeah. much space. And the stand is awesome because it's just right here at yeah. your height. Oh, oh yeah. It's, the it's other th- beautiful. The other thing I was going to say about resisting the urge, like with when, with teaching, it's nice now that I'm, I mean, that's the one nice thing I'm not at school, but like there's donuts a lot of days. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not going to pass up on a donut, but you know what I did for a while? We were talking about kind of setting rules for yourself. Mm-hmm. What I did for a while, there were a few years in there where I would carry around a little notebook in my back pocket and I would write down every food, everything I put in my body. Oh, yeah. And just the idea of having to write it down, like if there was a candy bar or something, I would just, I would look at it and think, am I really writing this down? This is really worth putting in my body right now. And just that mentally tricked me into not eating as much crap which is so interesting and just it's all about what you're doing up here and the last thing i'll say about it is yeah because we don't need to make yeah. this a whole like sorry sorry guys but there are apps that you can track your fasting mm-hmm. there's tons of apps out there so i mean it'll actually you can check it out and see how long you've been fasting for sure and you're like do i really need to eat right now because i feel fine yeah and you just you just keep the fast going. So the the apps are amazing too. Yeah, a lot of these are just lifestyle lifestyle things, totally. and, and I'm certainly not perfect on a lot of these things. But um, just setting up some routines, yeah. you know, after dinner walks, you know, those yeah. kind of things, healthy choices. So uh, should we talk a little football? Yeah, how about we get into some fantasy There's... football? That's actually what our podcast yeah. is yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a football. couple additions and subtractions in the last few days. I don't know if you've heard. Try me. Uh, Darius Geis. 
You hear about this knucklehead? You know what I have to say to that? What's that? Yeah. That would be the Swiss Army knife, Antonio Gibson. Hello there. I'll share with you my redraft that I did with my buddies uh, a little bit later, but... So he's gone. So what did he... He, he did bad stuff. Right? Yeah, he, he... Was it he, with his kids or his no, lady? No, it was uh, with a lady. Ugh, yeah, it was gross. It was not good. From what I hear, he pretty much shouldn't walk the face of the earth again. No. So, I mean, <laughs> already was on thin ice with his injuries uh, and not producing Yeah, he couldn't healthy. stay healthy anyway. Uh, and then this was the final straw that they cut him. Just out on out released well, him. Well, you know what? Juan Rivera... Uh, really, Ron Rivera. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ron Rivera. He really... Uh, he wanted to set a... Uh, culture of the organization kind of a message. You have to. You, yep. you totally have to. And then Everson Plus Griffin... Plus, he's got the next CMC coming up behind him. He, he can't have that big fatty wasting That's time true. with him. That's true. He needs a uh, water bug. Another addition, Lamar Miller. Do you hear where he I, went? Yeah, went unfortunately. Patriots. Yeah. Not that I'm worried about Lamar Miller affecting my Damian Harris shares, right. but... For the year. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Don't you think it says more about Sony Michelle's health it than does. anything else, yes. though? I mean, because he's going to start on the pop. Yeah. Which means, to me, means he wants somebody reliable, but mm-hmm. Damien Harris is going to get his chance, in it's my true. opinion. So They're I'm all good. About that. I mean, it's it's Belichick. Everybody's going to have some, some Burkett roles. Burkett will get his time, yep. get his, get his uh, uh, carries and everything. And yeah. then one of my favorite Vikings uh, is no longer going to be a Viking, Everson Griffin. Oh, has no. elected not to return to the Vikings. Really? He is signing with an NFC East team. Ooh, that's ought to be good. Eagles. No. Cowboys. Yeah. Am I in the right area? Cowboys. He signed with the Cowboys. Oh boy, that defense just got a little more juicy. Yeah. Okay. They so they've been they've been keeping an eye on him. Um, uh, bearing the lead, NFC East. I totally knew what what division that was. I know you did. Pretty good, right? Yeah, not, not I've been bad. practicing. Yeah, nicely done. Just do a quiz. Uh, so those were the biggest ones. I was bummed about uh, Everson leaving. Um, but I did pick him up. I drafted him in, in a, a startup, and I'm glad he found a home. So he'll be Hopefully it was an IDP, defense. otherwise he wouldn't do much for you. It was, yes. <laughs> Let me clarify. Okay. Um, and then uh, in college football, we have the Big Ten <clears throat> canceled. Have any of the others official? Pac-12 canceled? Pac-12, yes. Um. I personally, man, I listen to the Bucknuts Morning Show. It's basically a 15-minute yeah. quick podcast just to stay up on Buckeye stuff. They were tearing Ohio State and the Big Ten a new one just for not, you know, just on how stupid it is and how it's been mishandled from the get-go. And, yeah. and I, I personally, it wouldn't surprise me if they just start late and still play. Mm-hmm. But... A team like Ohio State, where they had championship aspirations. I mean, what if they went and played in the SEC or something for this season, or you know, a, or they a, were just independent for, or years. just independent yeah. played against whoever. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean Notre Dame's doing that since mm-hmm. there's no conference play, so um, it's definitely going to be uh, interesting. I, I, the one silver lining is that if college football doesn't happen, I've heard they're going to be spreading out the NFL games. So NFL games on Saturday nights and on Friday nights, that seems kind of fun just in yeah. terms of working the next day. You I mean, know? do whatever you have to do to, to make it work. I just, I just think you have, all these, you have all these sports that are getting going and putting all these things in place to make it safe. Mm-hmm. And college football is just going to 
boom, canceled? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Give me a break. And, I mean, the NFL, their uh, coronavirus positive rate is under 1%. So, yeah. I mean, everyone's doing what they should be doing right now. And uh, they're ramping up training camp. They're getting the helmets on. Everyone's getting the feel for it. So, my juices are flowing right now. I'm excited. Uh, speaking of COVID and the NFL, I watched the first episode of Hard Knocks. Oh, yeah? That premiered <clears throat> uh, last night. And um, I watched it today when I got home, or yeah, when I got home from the chiropractor, which is my second home now. And um, it is both Los Angeles teams and nice. Um, yeah, tell, tell them I'm ram- tell them I'm rambling yeah. about hard knocks and then we can have them on. Um, so so basically they they were they it was very COVID heavy and they were showing it was kind of funny. they were showing all the players in zoom meetings and kind of some humor that came with that and guys joking around and, and they were, they had, um, Oh, what was the, uh, they've got like all the stuff, all the new facilities being built to spread things out and yep. weight spreading out weight rooms that are outdoors and spraying down everything and the different masks and all these different, all these different things. But my takeaways were a few things. Number one, Sean McVay is a stud and a half. That guy is like more ripped than a lot of the players. He was in the pool with his dog. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, God, that guy is Jack Diesel. He's so cool. And he's got a smoke show of a fiance. I'm just like, good for them. Good for them. Uh, The other thing I was going to say was, uh, you know how I like my tight ends, don't you, Dave? You like them 6'5 and bigger. Or I like them 6'5 and bigger. Well, Tyler Higby. I'm like, ooh, look at that number 89. Hello there. And he was just man amongst boys. I'm like, he looks, he's bigger than the offensive lineman. Like, yep. I was like, good, this is this is crazy. And then uh, they had Joey Bosa signing his contract, his $135 million contract. And he was talking about his family, and he was so humble, and he was crying. I was like, oh, I love the Bosas. Uh, those are my main, those are my main takeaways. Oh, and Jalen Ramsey. Oh. I really liked some things he had to say, too. Really? He, they, the, the media was trying to ask him about his contract and does he want to sign a contract before, you know, does he, how comfortable is he going into the season without a contract? Is he hoping that gets done? Whatever. And his answer was, um, you know, my, my agent in the front office, they'll take care of that. Good. I just want to be a good leader and I want to do my job on the football field. I want to, I want to, I want to take charge of the things that I can control and the media kept trying to get him to like comment on the contract, yeah, that's good. and he ended up walking out. He's like, "Listen, I answered. I'm t- I'm giving you the. This is the my honest answer." And da da da. So it was pretty that. funny. All right, so I've rambled a lot, but yeah. it sounds like Rich. Did you tell him that I was busy rambling? He said, "Ralph rambling, no way." Oh, please, like Rich is in your room to talk. <laughs> we have that in common. Um, okay, so we got a treat for you guys. Yeah, right we got now. a treat. We've been talking about our vampire league. And uh, the uh, so there's three conferences. One's already drafted. One is wrapping up. Drafting. Twelve teams in each. It's right. basically three separate yeah. leagues almost. Um, and uh, we're doing something new this year. Is uh, Rich the Commish, uh, who's got a wealth of knowledge, has been in fantasy football for as long as we've probably been living. Um, he's actually going to announce the draft order and who the vampire is live on our podcast. Yes, and so we're, and the other uh, thing is, yeah, and remember the idea of a vampire league is that the did you already say this just now? No, no. The vampire team 
uh, doesn't draft. They comprise their team of all waiver wire players at the end of the draft. And then if they win a matchup during the year, they steal a a player of the same, swap a player of the same position that started from the team they beat. So as the vampire wins, they get stronger and the team they beat gets weaker. That's the idea of a vampire team. So it's, it's a fancy redraft might be a good way to say it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I was just going to see, okay, so I didn't plan this out, but what do you think about a, we need a theme song for, uh, we need a theme song for rich. Uh, I mean, Monster Mash, Thriller. Oh, yeah, because he does all <laughs> Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so we'll do a... Because he is the mad scientist of... Uh, mad scientist of of uh, of creating leagues. So uh, is he ready? Should I start his theme song now and then we can get him called? Or do you want... Tell him you're calling him, and when he when he answers, uh, the theme song will be on. This is a great on-air production meeting. I'm he sure everybody said, loves this. What? Just a heads up, my outlet is clicking randomly. Lightning struck a tree nearby, and I think some uh, got to the house. <laughs> so well, this will be fun. Oh, yeah, classic. Okay. We'll All right. With it. Sounds good. We got your theme song going, Rich. <laughs> His name is Rich. His name is Rich. Hey, that's pretty good. I just came up with that. Rich, what's up, man? Not much. How you guys doing? Not too bad. Welcome to the show. All right, so we're live, okay. Well, I mean live, quote unquote. I mean, it's, you know, it's being recorded. We, we, don't, we don't adjust anything, or so we, we record it and post it. But. We should say welcome back to the show. Yes, welcome back, welcome back to, to the, the show. That's right. That's right. You are one of, the, you're one of the few uh, two-time guests. Yes, I'm, I'm in the lead, I think. Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. You're tied. If you don't count Kurt, but Kurt's kind of, he's a different, he's a different beast. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, where so where are we at with Vampire? We got uh, we got exciting times coming up, huh? Yeah, hang on, I'm up to speaker for a second. Can you hear me all right? We can. Oh yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. So it's time to do the draft order and find out who the vampire is. Woo boy! Are you excited? Are you guys Are you guys wanting to be the uh, the vampire? I'm raising my hand. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I mean, I would love the challenge of being the vampire. I think Dave and I are both in agreement on that. So, I mean, and last year I was the one who was the first one to volunteer to be the vampire, and then that started everyone else saying they wanted to do it. So, yeah, but I thought it before you said it. No, so. even before I saw that there was a league, I wanted to be the vampire. And and I'll be honest too, like re, uh, redraft is not my forte, and so I embarrassed myself last year so i feel like if you're the vampire you kind of haven't added an excuse because you're not expected to win so i i almost i prefer that a little bit you know (laughs) that 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 juju early i think it was juju i picked early in this one i can't remember remember. anyway all right so all right so rich are are we ready to do this i'm ready to do this i got the screen up i just have to hit the button 
and then you guys should be getting your email. And then, oh. and then, can I ask you this too? So there were some of the, uh, some of the winners from uh, what? What did you call the 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 gradual winners last year that that are affecting? Is there anything affecting the draft order from any of those winners throughout the year last year? No, it's uh, it's not going to affect the draft. Uh, a couple of guys may have an advantage if they become the victor. Okay. Uh, let me pull that one up real quick so I can uh, reread it out loud. Okay. Because um, there's, yeah, there's various competitions throughout the year that lead to lead to kind of benefits and punishments and stuff. And, and, uh, some of those could affect things if they're the vampires. So clarify right. that, clarify that for us. Cause it's all very complicated. Yeah. That's why we gave you monster mash. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, microscope, uh, last year won the bottle of Wolfsbane. So uh, they get news that uh, Wolfsbane one of two ways. So if they're not the vampire, they can give uh, the Wolfsbane to one of their players, and that player is immune from being traded if they lose to the vampire. Oh boy! When do they have to? When do they have to choose that player? Is it like beginning of the year, or is it at the ma- uh, whenever matchup? Yeah, before the, uh, the first game of the first uh, the first week. Okay. So nice. Uh, but if, but if they become the vampire. Uh, then they get to uh, give that Wolfsbane to one of their players, and that player will earn an extra 10% of points each week. Oh, that's hot. Yikes, okay. Um, and then um, Abraham Lincoln, they won the bag of blood money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if they, uh, so they earned themselves an extra $10 in blind bidding money already. But if they become the vampire team, they'll get an extra $20 in blind bidding money. Okay. So, not too bad. And then Buffy uh, Bastan, um, they won the armor of favor, but that doesn't take it. Uh, that's an award that doesn't uh, uh, go into effect until the playoffs. Okay. So, and I think, I think Rich, I, I lost that match to the vampire hunters, and so I have 10 less dollars. Is that, is that right? Uh, I don't think so i might uh let me double check yeah so, i think dave definitely needs to lose ten dollars I, I, I think that sounds accurate i thought that might have been the case no that was a, that was the other league that's the uh world empire oh never mind i'm getting i'm confused never mind it, it is yet yeah, <laughs> I, I get it mixed up too because because rich's leagues are the only ones i have on mfl so right. i i they blend together for me so all right, uh, so uh, you guys ready to, for me to hit the button? See who is. Oh, we we are ready. Let's so yeah, so you, are you going to read it dramatically for us? Uh, yes, I will. Um, so, but uh, hey, uh, before I hit the button, um, I um, uh, or I should say, I'm gonna, I want to discuss something after I hit the button. Uh, I I just ended a draft for the Heroes versus Villains League. Oh, sure. And that was my first IDP draft I've ever done. Oh, go on! How exciting! <laughs> I'm yeah, so, so jealous that you got to get your feet wet in IDP for the first time. Well, I tell you, I tell you what. After uh, after the first five rounds or so, I realized I was drafting like you. Um, <laughs> uh, some uh, some points or uh, tips that you've done that I I did for the first time. Uh, in uh, Heroes versus Villains, uh, was I took a tight end early. I know how much you like tight ends. Oh, I do. I love them. Uh, even though it's not a tight end premium one, I ended up taking uh, um, uh, Edwards or whatever um, from Baltimore. Oh, um, Andrews, yeah. 
Andrews, Andrews. So I took him like in the second round. I love it. Uh, it's the then, it's uh, the advantage of that position, though. It doesn't matter if it's tight end premium. That's that's great. Yeah, and then uh, um, and then uh, when it came to finally picking defensive players, I went with your advice by taking a defensive tackle or defensive end. Nice. Um, first, because it's they're the hardest position to fill. Yeah, and so um, was their last name then, Bosa by chance? <laughs> uh, two of them. You got, got both Bosas. I got both Bosas. Oh, Rich, Rich, that's the dream. Like, I'm so happy. I'm, I'm so happy I'm right now. I mean, I would stand up if my neck didn't hurt. But yeah, that's that's great. Nice Moses. You you have your wait. Is this is this a dy- this is dynasty or no? Yeah, this is a dynasty. Yeah, so you've got your oh. you've got your defensive you got your defensive line locked up for a long time. That's and amazing. And yeah, so. and how adorable is it to have brothers on your team? <laughs> I know. It's adorable. Well, they still like each other. That's uh, the thing. Yeah, not all brothers like each other. Oh, that's great. But, yeah, I just want to let you know that you were a heavy influence in my draft for this. uh, I am honored. My heart is so (laughs) full in this moment. But if I turn out to be the worst team ever, I'm blaming you. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Also, He'll take that is fair. Also, I mean, there are, there are there are players that in my mind carried me that maybe weren't as good as I'm imagining because I just emotionally am attached. So, <clears throat> so, but anyway, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I'm uh, I'm, I'm trying uh, Ralph's way. I like it. So it's a good way. Right. It's a good way to do it. Well, you know when I when I draft IDP with Kurt, he basically pulls up my previous IDP drafts. And just goes for players I've taken in the past, and so I have to I have to snipe my own players from him, which is a weird situation. So, uh, hope right, it works well, out for uh, you. Uh, maybe maybe doing a podcast doesn't help your game. Well, yeah, I kind of figured I needed a challenge, so just right, that, that sounded bad. All right, all right, all right. Let's go. hear it. Going to hit the button. <laughs> set draft orders. Going to do a random draft order. You'll be getting an email soon, uh, but let me pull it up so we can see where you guys are at. This is so uh, exciting. <laughs> Vampires. Uh, is Vampire Superflex? It is, right? No. It's not? No. Interesting. No. Okay. All right. Number one is Necroscope, so he's not the vampire. Okay. Count JD and Dr. Nevels. Oh, you're, you're number three. Ooh, Dr. Right. Ne- Dr. Neville's immunity. All right. Uh, Morbius. Or did I say that right? Morbius? Yeah. Um, then the Sunnydale Razorbacks. And then Dead Man Walking. That's me. That's you, huh? But you guys did not become the vampire. Okay. Darn it. Fanu's Footballers. F-A-U-N-O. Fano? Yeah, I don't know. Fanunos? I don't know. Um, But uh, they became the vampire. Okay. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, so Ralph, you're number three. Dave, you're number six. I like it. All right, and Fano, Fano. Fano's Naga, Not going to work here anymore anyway. They are the vampire. Okay. Now, now, do you want to do you want to announce? You want to keep going and announce the rest of the order in case they're listening right now. Maybe they're finding out right now for the first time. Right. Uh, all right. So, Dead Man Walking, you number six. Sons of Darkness, number seven. Okay. Ashes Deadites, number eight. <laughs> uh, number nine is 
Thing Adams. And Thing Adams won it last year. Yep. Uh, Buffy Bastan. Basta- uh, I, I don't know what that is. I think it's Bas- Bastion. Bastion. Yeah, Buffy I think it's Bastion. Bastion. Okay. All right. Uh, number 10 and number 11 is Abraham uh, Lincoln Vampire Hunter. So neither neither one of the, the Advantage Bowl winners became the uh, Vampire or, or, or either uh, either you. So Okay. All uh, right. So it'll be interesting. And the draft will start on the fifteenth, yes. right-eyed, bushy-tailed in the morning, Saturday. And what Saturday. is and what is the clock on that? Uh, seven hours, and there's a break at night. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the, this last draft, boy, did that drag on. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think Dave probably pays more attention than I do. I, I wasn't really watching. But. Yeah, I kept seeing there's one guy that I guess gave intricate uh, analysis of his picks, and that's the guy that took forever to pick every time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, for, for some reason it was taking a long time. I mean, I think it's still going. It hasn't even finished yet. Oh, my gosh. It's um, on pick, pick 17, uh, 17, 11, and there's still one more round after that. Wow, it's still going, huh? <laughs> yeah, so. Um, would it, so, so we have, but there's one, so the original, there, there's one of these three is done. Um, yeah. I guess it would have been a couple weeks ago. Do yeah. you uh do you have it handy, Rich? Do you want to maybe just to give us an idea? Could you, if you have it handy, could you read off the roster for the for the vampire, the one vampire for this year that's been determined? Because I'm just curious what that vampire sounds like. Okay, here we go. Let's see here. That was. Let me pull it up. Because I know last year Dave and I were looking at him and it was like, oh, who's the vampire? Who's the vampire? Well, it's the one with running backs that have no business starting. It's the ones with it's the one with running backs that look like one of Ralph's normal dynasty startup teams. Of Lad and Paler. So uh, this is what his team looks like. Um, he took for quarterbacks. He's got Sam Darnold and Philip Rivers. Okay. Um, running backs. He took the rookie Evans from Tennessee. Uh, he's got Daryl Henderson from the Rams, Naheem Hines, uh, Carlos Hyde, Shady McCoy, and Jamal Williams from Green Bay. That's his running backs. Yeah, and then, well, and that's what you have to do if you're the vampires. You've got to have a couple guys where if an injury could propel them into the starting lineup. So, Right. And then for receivers, he's got the uh, uh, the rookie from San Francisco, Hayuk. Uh, uh, Hayuk, Hi- yeah. Brandon Hayuk. Um, John Brown was still available. He didn't. He went undrafted. Hmm. Uh, from Buffalo, Paris Campbell, Indy, the the Sean Jackson, uh, Denzel Mims, rookie for the Jets, and Sammy Watkins. Watkins from Kansas City. That that could be a huge Decent one right receivers. there. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, Gerald uh, Everett, tight end for the Rams, and Kyle Rudolph, tight end for the Vikings. Okay. The kicker for the Washington uh, football team, <laughs> and the Washington football team uh, um, defense. All right. So uh, yeah, so quarterbacks fine, wide receivers fine. Need some need some help on the uh, on the other positions there. Yeah. So, but I guess that's the challenge. Yeah, because uh, Carlos Hyde did fairly decent point wise, but he went to Seattle where it's going to be a running back by committee. Right. Somebody um, 
um, blows a knee or something like that. It's going to be a strange season this year anyways. Yeah, um, it is. That's for sure. You know, being a commissioner of leagues that have special rules has been challenging to determine, to figure out what to do if there's weeks canceled or day, uh, games canceled. Yeah, have, so, there, have there been... I mean, commissioners are having to put things in place, but are you having... How much extra kind of things do you have to put in place just based on the... Because there's a lot of commissioner legwork that you've set up for yourself, so is that going to be a real pain for you? Uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, I think the beginning of the season is probably going to be more weird work than towards the end of the season. Um, but uh, it'll... Uh, I mean, just for everybody. I mean, uh, you know, for even uh, owners, you know, all of a sudden you got, you got uh, two or three players that have COVID. I mean... For the, uh, the redraft leagues, I am, don't know if I'm going to do an IR for COVID. Um, but uh, for the dynasty leagues, there's definitely going to be uh, extra IR spots for COVID players. So there's going to be a lot of waiver wire moves. Yeah, um, I think for uh, probably for uh, – don't electrocute yourself there, Dave. I don't want you suing me. Um, if uh, Yeah, for, for redraft – you're right. It could it could encourage uh, it could encourage some more mobility, which could be kind of fun. Um, yes. I guess it kind of depends how you look at it, but yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this was exciting. Yeah, this was exciting. I love I, doing new well, stuff like this. You know, I'm I'm pretty upset though. The third spot. I mean, you're forcing me to take a running back, and you know how I feel about taking running backs. I don't want to do it. <clears throat> so what am I supposed to do now? It's not even super flex to help justify a quarterback. Nope. So. I gotta take a running back now at three, and now I'm pissed about it. You got Barkley or Elliott? I I bet you take, uh, let's see, who are you gonna take? Um, Reach at Towns. He's gonna go first. Then it'll be either what, Elliott or. uh, Barkley. Barkley. Go second. I think. Hmm. Maybe Thomas will fall to me at six. I don't know. Hey, you wanna just just flip flop right now? (laughs) I'll take six from you. No, I don't want to no? pick between Zeke and Barkley. No, no, <laughs> yeah, picking between Zeke and Barkley, uh, that's, well, whatever. I, I throw Dalvin Cook in the third third line there. Um, yeah, you don't have to worry about me taking Dalvin Cook. <laughs> <laughs> but if my fiancé asks, this is a Vikings house. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, Rich. Well, we appreciate it. This was fun as always. And... Um, yeah, get uh, you can send the email out, and uh, you can you can let the league know that we will be um, we will be posting this as soon as we're done tonight. Yeah, we yeah. can we can post uh, it in the group chat too. We can post it in the group chat. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that also could happen. Hey, uh, I can, can I get your opinion about a trade offer? Of course. Why not? You know what, Rich? Right. You can have our opinion about anything you want. We don't have a lot planned tonight, so <laughs> that's, a, just... that's a great shirt you're wearing too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Um, I could be somewhat of a contender this year. Uh, this is my big boys league. The entry fee is 150 bucks. Yeah. Um, this one's got the belt, so we're playing for the belt as yep. well. So um, I uh, so the guy offered me CMC and Kyler Boyd uh, for DJ Moore and uh, Gallo Galladay uh, from Detroit. Um. And then he also wanted Drake too, but I, uh, that seemed, Drake seems to be over the top there. So, wait, so wait, which side would Drake be on? Drake would be on. Uh, the... I would give up Drake. I would give up Drake, Galladay, and DJ Moore. Okay. Um, my running backs, I got Gurley, Ingram, Deion Lewis, but he's probably not going to be there by the start of the season. 
uh, J, uh, J.D. McKissick for Washington. There's room for him now. Um, uh, DeAndre ha- uh, Washington and Carrion Johnson, who will probably be good at the beginning of the season. So just, just to make sure I'm hearing you right, you would be acquiring CMC? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Dave, you want to start off with your opinion? Because everybody can guess my opinion. Who, uh, who are your wide receivers? Uh, uh, let's see here. I got um, uh, Cole Beasley. He'll probably not be – he'll probably be cut before the season. Uh, Jameson Crowder, uh, T.Y. Hilton, John Ross, Curtis Samuel, Mike Williams. Um, and then I don't really have anybody on my taxi squad. I do have Darius Slayton on my taxi squad. And I do have uh, Gary Jennings on my taxi squad that I'm keeping an eye on. Is it a PPR league? Preston Williams. Preston Williams on my taxi squad. Um, Is it PPR? Half point PPR. Uh, Here's my other question. Is it um, what's the starting position situation? Uh, One quarterback, uh, two running backs, uh, two receiver, tight end kicker, defensive team, and two flexes. So my do you want to start off? There you go. So so my so admittedly I'm constantly trying to get rid of running backs for max value. I would I would personally much prefer more and Galladay and I'm not even big on Galladay, but I would much prefer more and Galladay than the CMC side. Um I would uh I I just am not personally I'm not trying to acquire CMC. Um I think that uh, he's he's probably right. I mean, he's right to be shopping CMC out there and seeing what he can get. Mm. But I just think the starting, the starters of Moore and Galladay um, and Mike Williams in a flex, I mean, those are young wide receivers for years, and I prefer to have that side personally. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, I, I just, I always prefer to grow uh running backs organically and if i have to start you know ingram excuse me ingram uh you know until dobbins gets going and Gurley early in the year like i can figure out running back um because it changes over so much so that's my opinion personally yeah and i mean obviously cmc is the best player in the he deal. is the best piece in the deal yeah, that and, would be and, the other and thing usually arguably when you get the best player in the deal you win the trade but looking at your wide receivers i mean if Moore and Galladay are gone, your wide receivers are, are looking pretty rough. I mean, you're going to be starting Mike Williams and, what, Crowder or Hilton? I mean, that's that's really going to leave your, your wide receivers in a lurch. And running backs don't last as long, so then you've right. got CMC, but what are you doing at, at wide receiver while he's in his prime, you know? Yeah. So, I, yeah, that would worry me too much, giving up, giving up that much. I mean, if it was... If it was Drake, because I'm all about cashing out on Drake as well. So if it, if it was Drake, you know, admittedly I'm not big on Galladay. If it was like Drake, Galladay, and I mean, would I give up Drake, Galladay, and maybe another piece Preston for CMC? Williams. I mean, yeah, I would consider that, but I think it's too steep the way it is. Yeah. I mean, DJ Moore, I mean, DJ Moore is going like at the turn of startups. I mean, he's he's up there. I mean, he's a really valuable piece right now. Yeah, you know the the only thing is, uh, do you think uh, 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 Teddy is going to do all that really all that well? Whoa! Uh, do you know who you're asking? Don't ask Dave about Teddy. My head was <laughs> nodding as soon as you mentioned Teddy. <laughs> but you know, it's just like compared to the other teams. I mean, yeah, you know, 
going to be playing catch up. I mean, it's um, uh, you know he seemed to look okay when he was or- with Orleans, um, but uh, you know now he's going to be the lead role in Carolina. You know, uh, uh, you know the culture has changed because now uh, Cam Newton's not yeah. there anymore. So the one so the one thing Teddy did really well in New Orleans is he zeroed in on one wide receiver, Michael Thomas, and he he fed Thomas. I mean. Thomas's receptions with Bridgewater were a good reason why he set the record because Bridgewater was peppering him. They were almost more than they were with Breeze, yep. which so was insane. If, if he focuses on more that much, uh, look out. So, yeah, I think you should stay where you are and uh, stick with more Galladay and Drake. Um, would uh, better serve you than uh, giving up for all those for CMC. Yeah, because I I like the I like the sound of that. I mean, honestly, I like the sound of your team. Yeah, the way it is, <clears throat> and you know, a lot of a lot of people worry about not having running backs, but I just I just think that works itself out. I think guys guys come out of nowhere. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think about this year off the top of my head. I'm thinking about this year like a guy like Bryce Love mm-hmm. could come out of nowhere. You know, nobody thinks he's anything right now, and then all of a sudden. You know, we had one guy, you know, go off and be a criminal, and now one injury, and all of a sudden he's getting a lot of opportunity, and it's just kind of crazy how that happens. So, yeah. well, again, it's going to be a crazy year this year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and uh, so somebody brought up uh, in one of our chat rooms or whatever it was, like, who was the t- uh, last season, who's the team that lost by uh, five, five points or less? Who did that the most? And so I went back and checked the stats. Is it the Chargers? I- uh, no, for, for our fantasy football team, oh. league here, and uh, um, I, I, I ended up having five games where I lost by five points or less. Oh, yeah, oh, man, that's oh, that's a, that's quite a swing. But you know, it's like my quarterbacks. I swear, between Goff and Rogers, I could not figure out who was going to score the most points. It's like I think nine times out of ten, I picked the wrong quarterback. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of. Uh, I mean, that's why streaming is so rough. Like, I'd rather pick a guy even if they're up and down, and just stick with them through the highs and the lows. Like, typically, unless a guy is low for a lot of weeks in a row or high for a lot of weeks in a row, I try not to switch it. It's tough though. Yeah, it's tough. So, but uh, yeah, so this year is going to turn it around, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with the receivers. I, I agree with you guys. Good call. Cool. Like. I got a you know possibility of having at least two top ten receivers. Agreed. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, can I ask you one more thing? Go for it. Can we uh, can we hear the rest of your IDP lineup for that for the for your first IDP you drafted? Yeah. Um, yeah you want me to go through my draft? I mean, starting starting through the starting with the two posts is definitely a hell of a way to start. <laughs> but I'm just I'm just curious uh, who you ended up getting uh, at the on the IDP side. All right, hang on a second here. Let me pull it up. Cool. All right. Uh, Dave, Dave and I have a very special bond with IDP. We love we love the IDP. It's true. Yeah. So um, yeah, so it's a forty player roster, and I ended I ended up with a four uh, uh, front guy, um, uh, 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 Sanu. Uh, is it Tampa Bay? Yep. Um, is it Sanu? No. Demacong, or I don't have no idea. I just picked a. He was one of my last picked. Hmm, uh, not, not sure. Endomican Sue. Oh, Endomican Sue. Yeah. Okay. There that's nice. Go. That's a nice last pick. 
Uh, Jer- uh, Joey Boza and Nick Boza and Dante Fowler from Ooh, Atlanta. I like that. Uh, linebackers, I went heavy on because I didn't know who to pick. Uh, and plus one was a homer pick that I regretted. Kiko. Kiko Alonzo. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Barr. That was my homer pick. Okay. I mean, that's uh, not but, a bad homer pick, though, depending where uh, you got him. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it, you know, but I think it's, he's on his last leg. But that's the tr- the trickiest thing is where to value picking them. I mean, right. that's that's the trickiest thing. It's much harder to predict than than offense. Uh, Devondre Campbell okay. for Arizona. Uh, Thomas Davis uh, for the, the Washington. The ageless Ru- wonder. Uh, Ruben Foster for Washington. Okay. Uh, Jordan Hicks from Arizona. Love it. And Blake Martinez. From the Giants, you got some solid linebackers Tackling in there. Tackling machine, yeah. Blake Hicks, Martinez. Hicks, and Martinez. That's a couple of great linebackers yep. right there. Hicks carried uh, me last year. And, and then for um, uh, for my cornerbacks uh, and safeties, I got Kyle Fuller from Chicago, Byron Murphy, from Arizona, uh, Malcolm Jenkins from uh, New Orleans, yes. and Tracy Walker from Detroit. Okay, very solid. That's, yeah, a, that's, a, that's a solid IDP lineup for sure. I have no idea. <laughs> Thank goodness it's best ball. Um, that's uh, the only thing I'm really happy about. So. Oh, that well, yeah. I, best ball and IDP helps you out a lot because yeah. because IDP is the extreme version of what I was saying about quarterbacks, where you like you want to pick a guy and just roll with them because if you're trying to guess every week, it's like impossible to do. Yeah. So. So yeah, so we just finished up our draft, which is forty rounds. Now it's our first round of picking superpowers uh, okay. in the, and the players. So the superpower I got uh, was a uh, enhanced zag, which adds a t- uh, one extra point for a touchdown for a receiver. So I got to pick a receiver. So it's between uh, Juju Smith Schuster uh, or Will Fuller, who's going to be number one in Houston. So you draft so you draft a superpower in a separate draft than the player draft? Yep. And so then you and then you pick the player that you're gonna give that superpower to. Yeah. Yeah. It will you got what happens is you get two random powers. It's totally random. You get to pick one of those and then pick one of your players to get that. Gotcha. So okay. um I picked enhanced Zag and I'm gonna give it to either Juju Smith Schuster or Will Fuller. I don't know. Probably Juju is probably the safest one. Yeah, I'd agreed. Agreed. Yeah, 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 totally. I don't trust Will Fuller at all. <clears throat> so even though he's going to be number one now, we'll see if he can do a full season. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if Brandon Cooks can keep his head attached. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, nice. All right. All right, Rich. Well, we uh, we're gonna have to go take a break. So we appreciate you joining us. Um, let's uh, let's do it again soon, and uh, we will uh, we'll see you in the chat on Saturday for the for the vampire draft. Yes, that will be fun. Uh, and you, I, I give you guys full permission uh, to give people as much crap as possible. Hey, um, hey, oh, looking. Yeah, oh, you, you don't have to worry about that. We will be analyzing the draft hard right it after. It is so. on. It is on like Donkey Kong. That's right. I want you for the first two rounds. I want you to analyze every pick. Done. And, uh, see, see if anybody says anything in the chat room. We put so much time into planning this. We'll have to work that in because you know we have weeks and weeks of shows ahead of time planned. Uh, so we'll have to we'll have to work that in. But we'll, we'll do our best. We'll see if we can fit it in. Yeah, be, it'll be tough. <laughs> no, no, do it in the, in the chat room. Yeah, our little uh, uh, groupie. Uh, 
after everybody makes a pick, I want you guys to analyze it and uh, see if anybody uh, says anything about you guys analyzing every pick. All right, <laughs> done. Hey, whatever you whatever you say, boss, we got you. <laughs> All right, sounds good. All right, man, thanks for joining us. See you, Red. All right, have a good night, guys. Yep, bye. All right, that was Commissioner Rich, Monster Mash. Fantastic. We're going to take a break. We will be back with some other stuff in just a few minutes. Yeah, we will. Is that like a remix of something, or is that the actual theme song? That's it. You don't know what that is? It seemed like a lounge version of some kind of video It's Mad game. Men. Oh, I never watched Mad Men. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't know. Interesting story, because oh. I haven't gone on a lot of tangents. Well, lay it on so me, So I tried, man. when everybody was talking about Mad Men being so incredible, right? Yeah. I tried it years ago, probably closer to when it came out. I don't remember how long it's been out now, but I was a, I was a younger man than I am now. And it was, I was like, this is so slow and boring, whatever. Ba 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 Yada, 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 I stopped watching it. Then, within the last couple years, I went back and I tried it again. And now I get it. It's the, like, male fantasy of, like, the... Is it the sixties? What fifties? You're right. Any, anyway, they're, it. you know, they're drinking, drinking and smoking in the office. And it's the you know, the ladies and everything. And it's, they're just living this big lifestyle. And, uh, and I appreciated the, the pace of it a little better. Okay. And so it really, I really came around on it. So if you're looking for a show to watch, I would recommend it. My first taste of John Hamm, who's in Mad Men. I love John Hamm. Was in Bridesmaids. Yep. And he did that little thing that, (laughs) 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 that was my first taste of, of John Hamm. Yeah, he's a he's a funny guy. Yeah, he plays he plays a funny character in Thirty Rock. Okay, like he's got yeah he's got some good. He's he's a very he's very underrated as a comedic actor for sure. I like it. Uh, He is not comedic. Don Draper is not a comedic uh, role. He is. uh, Isn't it John Draper? No, Don. John Ham. Don Don Draper. Draper. Sorry, John Ham. Anyway, what do we got next there? Dave? So, you know, I uh, I was going through our, because we, we broadcast our podcast through Anchor. We That's do. That's the, the format we use. Which, we will say again, is really incredibly easy. And if we had known it was this easy, I bet we would have started recording years ago. Years ago. Years ago. It's so user-friendly. And just, I don't know, I mean, maybe it's just our silky smooth voices, but like it sounds really good. Yeah, it always does. Yeah. It never disappoints. Just wait till we get equipment. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah, and we video <laughs> record it. Whoa. Oh man. What do we call that? A YouTube channel? Is that a thing? Or people I have a YouTube channel? Sure. Yeah, we could have a YouTube yeah, sure. channel. We'll be the next Joe Rogan. I mean, it's a waste that this stuff isn't. Re- this right here isn't recorded. <laughs> it's a good thing this isn't recorded. <laughs> so, and you know, we are on one, two, three, four, five. We're on seven different. Platforms. platforms. Yeah. We're on Apple Podcasts. Oh yeah. Google Podcasts, Spotify, 
Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, well, and Anchor. So we're on eight. Why do some of those? Uh, why do some of those exist? Like, are there? Why would somebody listen to one of the smaller my, ones my as opposed only, to? My only guess is they probably have niches that they cater to a certain audience maybe oh, like certain thing. things can only yeah. be found on yeah. okay that'd be that'd be my it just thing. seems funny because it's like apple and spotify and stuff like that are so easy why they, would you why would not everybody right. well, they win by default yeah exactly so they actually a monopoly if you if you will yeah. they could well, they could have a monopoly they could but it's but here not, they are they yeah. don't uh, anyway podcast tatership <laughs> yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good so they actually broke things down by our top five uh, plays, the top five episodes we've had with the plays. Okay. They've broken it down. Audiences by region. <laughs> they have it uh, by listening platforms, by age, and by gender. Age and gender. Well, uh, uh, gender's an easy one, I bet. Um, <laughs> can we also... Wait, how would they even know that? I have no idea. Well, can we also just... let's could, Just to, to get a little meta here for a second, I just want to make sure that we're clear. We get like 20, 25 listens a week. Yeah. So we're not we're not thinking we're too big for our britches here. We, we understand this is a little bit funny. Yes. This Just is so a, any, in case This is a hobby for us. We are not getting too big for our britches. Unless it's Kurt or Barry Crimson or What yeah. a Beer Bad. Uh, it's basically, it's uh, we, hit or miss. We have day jobs. I have a family. You'll work on a family. I mean, we have Yeah, there will be a family. If, yeah. we ever, if we're ever allowed to gather in a group big enough to get married, yeah, we yeah. would like to start a family. So here we go. So here are our top five plays. Obviously, the first one had 76 plays. Woo! Yeah. Our next biggest oh, was... That, oh, the first one, meaning yeah, that's what yeah, we called our it. Very first that was one. before I got yeah, creative naming right. them. Yeah. Um, our second highest was 50 plays. And that was Debbie in the morning, Debbie in the <laughs> evening, Debbie at supper time. That is where we went over our mockion and we discussed a few Debbie startups. Oh, the Mokshin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. that had people interested in the Mokshin, and that had people in our Debbie leagues sure. that wanted to listen to sure. it. Sure. Wait, that was the Wire Debbie 2, which had a lot yeah. of, that had 18 yeah. people in it, yeah. which helped. Yeah. Okay. Our next one was a tie, 38 listens, so there was a big <laughs> drop-off. <laughs> 76 for our very first one. Well, how many people listened to the first one and, and thought, I it. never want to listen yeah. to this again? Yep. That's it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so the one of them was... Billy Bob, the man is holding up some fingers. <laughs> True or <laughs> false? false. Uh, caught Varsity Blues on TV last night, by the way. Yeah. Still holds it was, up. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it still holds up. Oh, that whipped cream bikini. Mm, oh, boy. So that, in that one, we had hey, talked. Mox. I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> we do things around here my way. So anyway. in that one, we talked about bounce back and regression candidates for 2020. Okay. And you had a TV theme song quiz for me. Ooh, that one was fun. And then I had uh, a movie rankings for you. Yes, and we sports had a, movies. And we had a rookie draft going on. We had a lot going on that day. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, we really prepared. The other one that or was... Or winged it really well. Yeah, we won it. Uh, <laughs> the other one was four dudes are better than two. Remember that one? <laughs> That's when we had Kurt and Danny on. <laughs> Via... Via uh, Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one where it wasn't lining up. Right. And so it basically sounded like we were all interrupting each other yes. horribly. Yep. Yes. Oh, you weren't even here. 
It, no, we, it were was, we were all on Zoom. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the all technology failed us that episode, madness. but clearly we got a lot of listens. Yeah, and then a lot, quote unquote. Thirty-seven listens mm-hmm. in sole possession of fifth place was "Cold as Ice," <laughs> where we had our Frozen North draft analysis. Oh, love and it! And this is the one where we finally reunited after the COVID lockdown. Ah, oh, reunited. Yeah, and we, and it feels we dove so into good. we dove into our rosters of. Uh, our Frozen North. Oh, I love Frozen so yeah. much. Um, and then here's our audience by region. This okay. was interesting. Interesting, This yeah. was really interesting. Yeah, Obviously, U.S. dominated with 87%. Uh, interesting. 80% of our, 87% of our listeners are yeah. in the U.S. Go figure. Can't believe it. Okay. Uh, next was 5%. Do you want to guess what 5% of our listeners, what country they reside in? Romania. Nine! Germany? Yep. Who the heck is listening to us in Germany? I don't know, but it gets better. Do you think they speak English? Is the appeal that they're, they're just I, hearing, are we, they're using us as white noise to go to sleep we, yeah, to or something? To okay. At 2% is Ireland. Okay, I was going to say, I thought Scotland and Ireland were up there. 1% Serbia. Wow. 1% Puerto Rico. And... This was less than 1%. There's a bunch. We've got Romania, France. I was right on Romania. <laughs> Canada, Netherlands, Morocco, the UK, Turkey, and Denmark. I mean, so basically you have a lot of situations here where, where one dude just got lost and was like, what's yeah. this? In Serbia and Romania, they're using it in place of a steam whistle in yeah. like a sweatshop. It's just like... It's like Trips, right? I'm clumsy. Trips, I don't have a name. I trip a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I'm Something. clumsy. And then they listen that, to it. They're like, "That's this is football. Is what we do, are we being offensive right now? I, I didn't even know. realize. I feel like Eastern European is safe to attack. And then our listening <laughs> platforms are broken down. Okay. Was nine. Was that offensive? No. <laughs> That's well, how they talk. I don't know. Too soon? I don't know. So 55%, you want to guess which one is the biggest of our platforms? Is it, well, I would assume Apple. Yeah, Apple yeah. Podcasts, 55%. 25% is Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 9% yeah, yeah. is Anchor, which is just us. Sure, sure, sure. And 9%, they call it other. Yeah, the, so the Germans Everybody and the Serbians yeah. and, the, and the Irish, they're they use, all listening they use, on other. They use Breaker Breaker. They <laughs> breaker Breaker One Niner, sure. Um, which in German, Breaker is podcast, if, if you didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, I weird. didn't know that. And then we'll break it down by age. Dunka. Okay. Okay. Uh, they break it down in 0 to 17, 18... A.K.A. Ralph's students who found the podcast. Yep. 18, to, <laughs> 18 to 22. Okay. 23 to 27. Okay. 28 to 34. 35 to 44. Oh, it's sad that I'm in that we're in that range now. 45 to 59. Have you ever been in that situation where you 60 plus. Have you ever my grandma. Um have you ever been in the situation where you're looking at the ranges and you can't believe you're up in this range yeah. all of a sudden? It's like uh, my range doesn't include the 20s. What yeah. the heck? This is horrible. Anyway. So, I'm secretly doing this to try and uh campaign for not censoring ourselves because oh because nobody listens to it zero to 17 less than one percent yeah but that less than one percent probably knows me because i'm a teacher but so that's the problem that could have been an accident too it could have been you an accident you don't think okay we were talking about you know with you know depriving yourself of things and how that can be a satisfying whatever 
You don't think it's good for us to do a clean podcast? Anybody can say the F word, Dave. Yeah, Anybody. It's I, cheap laughs, and I don't approve of it. I can say the F word with grace and with an elegance that not many people can do. Well, don't get me wrong. I find the F word hilarious, but mm. I also think it's easy laughs, which is why I use it all the time on the podcast. I don't think we need it. Okay. I will argue that, but what do you think Sorry, is, you what do you think is our highest demographic? Men. Oh, the I'm N age. Age, age, age um, demographic. Um, I would say I would say the age of uh, our age. Yeah. Thirty to forty. Thirty-five to forty-four is fifty-one percent. Good for us. Forty-five. Because they can relate. Yeah. When we go on tangents about things from our childhood, yeah. like nineties basketball, yeah. pe- they can relate to that. Or like mice in your basement. Yeah, mice in the basement. Yeah. You got homeowners. Sure. Middle-aged dudes. Um, second place is forty-five to fifty-nine at thirty-eight percent. That's one of your bad. And there's a massive drop-off. Okay. Twenty-eight to thirty-four is six percent. Mm-hmm. Eighteen to twenty-two and twenty-three to twenty-seven is one percent. Okay. Zero to seventeen. Less than one percent, sure, and sixty plus less than one percent. Interesting, yeah. interesting, interesting. And then last we have gender. Okay. Yeah, this was actually funny. <laughs> Male seventy percent. Wait a minute. Just wait. <laughs> okay. Female five percent. Something's not adding up here, Dave. Not specified. Twenty four percent. Okay. And I mean, it's 2020 after all. Non-binary, zero <laughs> percent. That one doesn't surprise me. We got to get our non-binary listeners up. Um, this is very eye-opening. Uh, so five percent of our listeners are women. are officially women. Officially, yeah. Not so, men trapped in women's bodies. Well, let's let's start here. I know Claire doesn't listen. Yeah. <laughs> Does Molly listen? She listened uh, at the very beginning. I was going to say, Claire maybe has listened to one. Yeah, at the very portion. beginning she listened, so that could account for it. I know my my mom tried listening once, but my she mom, said we didn't know what we talked about. My mom doesn't know what a podcast so is. So maybe that could that could probably account for the 5% right there. And maybe the 5% in Germany could be some German chick. Do you think, are we, are the German ladies into oh, us? Oh, they're digging us. Oh, boy. We are big in Germany. Oh, man. The European ladies dig Ralph and Dave. It's Wiener Schnitzel, <laughs> sauerkraut, trips right with Ralph and Dave. <laughs> we are right up there. Oh, I wish I could count in German so I could say three in German. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf. That's all I get. Fee, fi, fo, fum. Fee, fi, fo, fum. So that's, uh, wow. that's a deep dive into wow. our, our demographics it's the and the deepest and dive into what something that doesn't matter at all that i've ever heard and it also has money but we haven't done any we haven't got no any no i i yeah i i mean kurt keeps saying that he'll send us money when we decide to go patreon but yeah. i who else would pay for this nobody nobody and also i don't think i can freely use whatever music i want if we're making money off no. of it and what would we Zach do? Zach DeLaRocca would for sure come for us. What would we do with his five bucks anyways? <laughs> I would buy beer. Yeah. That's it. We'd stock your fridge. I mean, honestly, hey, Kurt, we know you're out there. Just uh, just bring a six-pack every yeah. time you come over, and there's your Patreon. Yeah. You, you can keep us going, because in 18 days, I'm going to be ready for a beer. <laughs> Jeez, you're going to be miserable. You're going to be miserable. 
Yeah, I'm miserable right now. You want to talk about my redraft? Not as miserable as the lady upstairs. Let's so. just talk about yeah, it. let's hear your redraft. <clears throat> so this was my. Uh, this is me with no beer. This is me on water, yeah, but yeah, I had a lot of vegetables. You're doing just fine. You're Have you ever had summer squ- uh, summer squash? I don't. Eat no squash. spaghetti squash. Spaghetti squash. I don't eat squash. It's all snaked out like spaghetti, you, and it's you could call it vodka squash. It was. It was, in, it. it was very interesting. Yeah, I'm happy for you. You know what else I realized? I I've thought... never sautéed mushrooms before. Zach sautéed mushrooms. We had them on the side of our food. It was delicious. I've never sautéed my own mushrooms at home. Well, now you're gonna sauté mushrooms like a champ. I sure am. Yeah, I don't eat mushrooms either. So what? Yeah. So this was uh, my work, my old work Back to league, football. My old work league. Yes. Ten years running. We have a belt for this. We got the belt a couple years ago. And it's a redraft. This is a, this a, is a redraft. redraft. We have two keepers. Two keepers. Got so it. So the keepers you keep, you get them a round ahead from the previous year. So you can't keep your first rounder from last year. If you keep your second rounder, it's your first round pick this year. Yeah. Remind okay. me, i got to put out the word about Laker keepers. Sure. Um, and we have, I mean, there's some keepers like, uh, my buddy Joe got Pat Mahomes in the 16th round last year. That's how keepers work for anybody out there who needs keeper advice. Here's how you look at it. It's the value. If you're, if you're keeping somebody, if you're keeping a great player in the first round, that doesn't necessarily help you because you want the value. That's what's going to make right. your team. Like last year. Like if he can keep Mahomes for basically his entire career oh, at no value, yeah. I mean, that's your quarterback spot. You never have to think like about it. Like Chase got Beckham when he was a rookie, and he's got him in the 11th round this year. Right. So he keeps, he's keeping Beckham. And my team, I was choosing between Miles Sanders, Michael Thomas, and uh, Dalvin Cook. It's good choices. Um, and I went with Miles Sanders. I got him in the fourth. Okay. And I'm getting Michael Thomas in the sixth. That's the one right there. Yeah, yeah, that's my, that's, that's a big monstrous. One. So my team, I got and I drafted ninth, and it's a snake. So in the first round, I got Devonte Adams. Love it. Second round, I wait, got, I, I gotta, I gotta okay. put on my redraft. Yeah, cap redraft. Here. So hat. Adams at nine is wonderful. Yes. love that. Yeah, because so, he's. I'm more excited about him year this year. So here's how it went. The first round went McCaffrey, Elliott, Barkley, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook. Stop. Yeah. Aaron Jones at four. I know. Come on. I know. What uh, kind of amateur hour is this? Why are we talking about this draft, Dave? DeAndre Hopkins at six, and that's a... Wait, who was uh, five? Sorry. Five was Cook. Cook, okay. Hopkins was six. That's an Arizona fan. Where's Kamara? Kamara was a keeper. Oh, okay. Kamara is a 10th round Wow. Yes, yeah. yeah, see the value. If yeah. you have Kamara in the 10th, it just opens everything up. Okay. Pick number seven was Josh Jacobs. Ah, uh, there's one in every draft. Pick number eight was Kenyon Drake. Okay. And I got Devontae Adams at nine. Yep. And then Julio Jones went 10. And then Hill went 11. And then I went back with Mixon. You went back with Mixon, you in mean? In the second the, round. In the, at the so turn. you just, okay, yeah, so you're yeah, jumping yeah, back yeah, to your yeah. picks. Okay, got it. So you, so you start Adams, yeah. Mixon. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, my third round pick was Cup. Okay. My uh, fourth round pick was my keeper, Miles Sanders. Yeah. Round five, I got Devontae Parker. It's got to be weird looking at this draft board, and then you see a monstrous player in the round they shouldn't be in. It's kind of oh, funny. Oh, it, it totally is. Looks messed up. Right? Um, so at six, in the sixth round, I got Michael Thomas. Yep. Seventh round, I got DJ Chark. Like that. Eighth round, I got Deontay Johnson. 
Wow, you are stocking up on wide receivers. Ninth round, I got my first tight end with Hayden Hurst. How many? Is this three wide receivers? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so it's a start one quarterback, two running back, three wide receiver, one tight end, one flex. Defense kicker. Wow, okay. Yeah. So you is Miles Miles Sanders and Mixon. Wow, okay. Yeah. Goodness gracious. 12-team league? Yeah. No, 10, I'm sorry. 10-team league, we were, okay. We were 12, now it's 10. No, that's fine. It makes yeah. a difference, though, because yeah. everybody's team looks a little more stacked doing yeah. it that way. But yeah. still, that those are still great values, yeah. though. Okay. And then, uh, so Hayden Hurst... And then I went with the stack. I got Matt Ryan in the 10th round. Okay. And then I got uh, Stafford in the 11th because he was still there. But it, it's one, so you're just yeah. getting a backup yeah. just in case. Uh, round 12, I got Goddard. Love it. And uh, round 13, I got Anthony Miller. Okay. 14, I got Jordan Howard. Oh, I love that. You're going to love my 15th rounder. Yeah. I knew it. Antonio Gibson. Love it. And then New Orleans defense at 16. Uh, Antonio Gibson in the 15th? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, so here's fu- what... Future keeper! Here's what got me thinking about it. So this guy just joined our league. Actually, your other keepers are so good, you probably yeah. still won't keep uh, him. He uh, picked up Darius Geis in the ninth round. And my rule has always been, as commissioner, do your damn research. Mm-hmm. If you draft somebody who has been cut... Yeah. A card laid's a card played, man. That's so he your guy. was. So he had already been cut, and the guy took him. Yes. And you guys do this live, like on an actual physical board. I right? get it's from SaveTheDraft.com. With the stickers. Yeah, with the stickers. Yeah. I've done that for years. So fun. It's awesome. Yeah, it's you the go best. to the board. Yeah, it's the best thing ever. It's the best way to do it. It's yeah. just hard to get everybody in yeah. one room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so some of the the keepers um, that are just gonna blow your mind. Um, but when you th- but but when you think about it though it doesn't end up, it when you think about how they came about it doesn't blow your mind like you right. said Kamara in whatever round six, tenth tenth round yeah but but when Kamara was coming out I mean he was he was like a beginning of the mm-hmm. second round rookie pick yep so it's you know and he was buried behind AP and who was the other guy who was there AP and um, oh and Ingram yeah. And so he was buried, and so it's like it, it's not as surprising as it may seem, and this is why, this is the thing about running backs yeah. that come out of nowhere. Lamar Jackson was a 10th round pick this year. Yep. So, yeah, just uh, rounds like that. And then It's yeah. also everybody's got such a huge value, yeah. too, if they do this right, that yeah. nobody has a huge, like it, everybody's on even playing field mm-hmm. as having some guy at huge value. And so this is always done on Yahoo!, Okay. And Yahoo is notorious for after drafts, they give report cards and they give grades. Mm-hmm. I was the only one to get an A. Okay. There was an A minus, two Bs, a B minus, a C plus, two Cs, and two C minuses. Was one of the C minuses Aaron Jones at number four? Um, that was a C. Close enough. Yeah. So I got uh, I got the best draft. So well, congratulations. Thank I mean, you. I would expect you to have the best draft. Do you yeah. win this league frequently? I have never finished lower than fourth in this league. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's just certain leagues like that where it's like if you don't make the playoffs, something is yeah. has has happened. Um, if uh oh, what was I gonna say? Um, oh, the the I I I got I can't get past the Aaron Jones at four overall. Is this a Packer fan? 
Or, like, what is, I mean, what is that guy thinking? I just think he, he wanted to, well, let me go back. I mean, he, well, is he, is he just looking at last year's stats and just doesn't listen to literally anything else? It's possible. Because nobody thinks he's having those touchdowns again, so that's just crazy. So, Chubb was already his keeper in round four. Okay. Uh, and then his other keeper was Metcalf round 11. See, Metcalf round... Did he have nobody else at a better value? Because Metcalf at 11 is not as great a keeper value as almost no, anything. He He's, so this guy just... I should also issues. mention he is a uh, Dallas Cowboy fan. Okay. His team name is Get Your Popcorn Ready. Okay. And uh, so he is not a Viking fan. So there's no way he would have taken Cook at all. Okay. So he's holding some bias there. And he missed out on Zeke, barely. Right. That would have been his ideal yes. pick. Yes. He did get Cooper at uh, in the third round. Okay, that's pretty good value for yeah. Cooper. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that's uh, that's the fun league. That's I, I love that league. It's great. Yeah, every year. Um, my redrafts are typically Laker mm-hmm. and Vampire. Mm-hmm. And then guillotine if that happens, which I don't think I'm doing that this year. I haven't year. gotten any uh, word on that. Well, yet. that one was poorly run at the end of the year, so Claire and I decided we were out. But uh, what you I was know what s- I'll do? Oh, I'm oh, gonna oh. win it for you guys. Are you? Yeah. Well, if I'll you need advice, it. you let me know. I appreciate that. I'll I'll help you out. Um, but uh, what I was gonna say was that Joey, uh, my friend in Hawaii, a naval guy. Uh, who's in Frozen with us and now is in Roman. Naval guy, so he likes the belly buttons, does he? Yes. Okay. He likes navels. <laughs> um, he says to me the other day, he says, Hey, I got a I got a redraft league with my naval buddies. And we're trying to uh we're trying to fill. We had a couple guys drop out. Wondering if you wanted to join, you'd be a real asset to the league. Oh boy. I said Oh boy, Joey. I said, I said, all right, what's the buy-in? He goes, well, it's been $50 in the past. I said, dude, I, I don't think I can do, I mean, give me all the rest of the details, but I don't think I can do another $50 league. Like I'm kind of maxed out and I'm trying to limit league, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and he comes back the next day and he says, okay, turns out it's 20. Um, it's, it's not anything interesting. It's one quarterback. It's, you know, just like one flex. It's a shallow bench, you know, but the guy, you know, some guys are more active than others. There's mm-hmm. probably four guys that really are active and know what they're doing. And I'm, I'm included in that. Yeah. And, and I said, you know what? You are an active owner in frozen. You joined Roman when we needed to fill it. We mm-hmm. needed him. Let's be honest. We did. I said, you know what, I'm, I'm in, I'll, I'll join your league. Nice. And I said, I, I am going to clarify though, I'm going to take all your friends' money. And he goes, yeah, you probably are going to, so that's fine. Uh, so I've got Saturday night, I've, I've got a re- another redraft. Nice. And then we have Laker a week from Friday as well. Yes, I'm, it's on the calendar. And uh, I just wrote down that i got to send a reminder about Laker keepers. And we're keeping three. Yes, I announced it last year yep. so that people could plan for it. So... And it and it's an auction draft. Mm-hmm. So the way we do keepers, you do three, and in, and instead of like like Dave was talking about with rounds, we do nine dollars more than the drafted value. So that means a one dollar player is kept for ten. Yeah. Um. So we're doing three keepers. We also have a rule that they have to have been drafted to your team 
and be on your team all year. Um, we call that the Des Bryant rule because I dropped him when he was injured, and then Hans picked him up and kept him for nine or for you know nine dollars because it was a zero dollar bid or whatever, sure. which is crazy. Um, so yeah, we have that draft coming up a week from Friday. So I'm. And I'm I'm excited because I traded for Mahomes, mm-hmm. and he was only drafted. I think he was a keeper from Woody when I traded for him at only sixteen bucks. So I get to keep him for twenty something, which I'm very excited about. I think we do a two hundred dollar budget. And I am keeping McCaffrey and Kamara again. Yep. And the only reason you have Kamara is because I drafted him, dropped him, picked him back up. In my mind, I had him on my team all year mm-hmm. because he helped me. I, did I win the championship that year? I sure got close. Yeah, I, I feel like I was at least close if I didn't win. Uh, and then when I went back to check, I realized I dropped him and picked him back up. And instead of just keeping him and not telling anybody, and I asked your advice, and you actually said, nobody's going to know, just keep him. It's true. And instead, I asked for opinions, and people who were just difficult for no reason said, uh, well, the rules exist for a reason. Like, yeah. ugh. So I last year I had Kamara for forty nine, so I'll get him for fifty eight. That might be a little high. You gotta you gotta weigh it out though. I kept uh, I kept Hopkins for fifty something yeah. last year, but then and... McCaffrey I kept last year for thirty eight, so I get him for forty seven this year. Yeah, you just have to weigh how much because there are times where you just like like for Nuke, I just wanted to make sure I wanted to make sure I got him mm-hmm. and that was a price I was willing to get him for. Yeah. So just don't even worry about it, make him your keeper, but the value is the better way to do it. Yeah. So. And then I'm torn because I got Stafford and Josh Allen both for 4 bucks. So I can keep one of them for 13. And it is super flex, yes. so you got to decide on that too. Well, now you're talking about your keepers so now I got to think about mine. I can keep McCaffrey and Stafford and Allen and not keep Kamara. So I'd have both my quarterbacks in a super flex for twenty six bucks. And what? And I've always thought, personally, I've always liked that thought because yeah. the one position where you are really going to be screwed if you come out of that draft not having enough, mm-hmm. that's that's uh, Oof, that's the one I situation. Just, I just thought about that. All right, let me go to keeper values here because now I got now I got to look and see how much I spent on my guys. Yeah, I have it here. I got it. Oh, you had O.J. Howard. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was my keeper. Okay, now I'm going to have to look in more detail because these $0 players would mean these were all pickups during the year, right? Um, you well, no, should, or traded players. You should actually... I went to draft recap. That would make more sense. Yeah, that's what because, I did. Yeah, because Mahomes, I got to make sure to look at... Um, yeah, I went to draft recap. And Aaron Jones was for twelve bucks as a keeper last year. Devonte Adams was twenty seven bucks last year. Where is draft recap? I don't know. You gotta go to league, know. league, and then go to history. History. And then after you're in two thousand. After you're in two thousand nineteen. Go to draft recap. Got it. I found it, Dave. Hitting my falsetto with the draft recap. You are the songbird of our generation. I'm a songbird of so, the generation. So uh, last year, I defer to Ralph now. Wow, that went on for a long time. <laughs> so uh, last year, I kept Hopkins for fifty-one. Yep. So again, I was willing to pay that, so I kept him. Um, 
I don't think I would do that again. I think I'd try to find the values and well, see if be, I can get them for a little bit less. 60 bucks. If well, right. Know. I mean, I for sure wouldn't keep him this year. I mean, keeping a big money player like that. Um, OJ Howard, I figured I could lock up tight end, but that turned out to be a horrible choice. Horrible. So let's see what my choices would be. So Kelsey, I'd be keeping Kelsey at 41. Uh, based on how this league values tight end, that's probably too much. I'd be keeping Odell Beckham at... 40 oh no i traded him away that was in the trade for to woody uh because i traded kittle away too oh if i hadn't traded kittle i could have kept him for 37 yeah it's true that would have been hot um okay so dak i got for eight Mm -hmm. so keeping dak for 17 sounds pretty juicy it does because he had a really good year last year that kind of came out of nowhere um what value players debo for a dollar Singletary for a dollar, Nikhil Harry for a dollar, Damian Harris for a dollar. Except not all these guys ended up on my team. Right. Let's go to Woody's team for those guys I traded for. Which team is Woody's? Oh, bad team. <laughs> oh, poor Woody. Um, and now he's he says he's going to pay less attention, which isn't a good yeah. isn't a good sign. So Mahomes, uh, I traded for him, but he was drafted at 17. So mm-hmm. I get to keep Mahomes for 26. That's a no-brainer. That is a no-brainer. And then DJ Moore was drafted for $7. So I get to keep him for 16. Yikes. That's a no-brainer. Yikes. Good lordy lord. Uh, and then as I look at the rest of my team, I feel like the only guy that makes sense really would be prescott um because singletary like i don't with the competition i don't want to pay 10 bucks for him guaranteed debo's got the injury yeah so i think i just decided it's going to be mahomes dj Moore, and dak and you don't have to keep three but you'd have to have managed pretty poorly to not i'm just saying well actually let me rephrase if you shuffle your bench non-stop you don't have enough drafted value players right but I told myself after I did after I did the Kamara thing, I told myself I was no longer going to be churning players over because mm-hmm. if you drop them, they they now can't be a keeper. They go. So I was much more likely to hold a player, um, much more likely to hold a player than uh, than to uh, drop them. So I think I'm gonna go to quarterback. So you're locking it in right now, huh? I'm going to lock it in. Locking it in. McCaffrey, Stafford, Allen. All right. Sounds good. Do I have a date set for keepers? I'm not sure I do. Let's no, see. I don't think you do. Keepers, keepers, where'd you get those peepers? Where'd you get those eyes? Set something. All right. This is great radio. Uh, I'll do that after. Good thinking. <laughs> Dave, what else do we have? Anything? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, this felt like a jam-packed episode. Well, yeah, we, I also went on a lot of tangents, though. We're used to it. I started physical therapy. Awesome. They are working my neck good, man. It's like rotation, building strength in the neck and stuff. Yeah. I'm much more comfortable sitting here than I've been. You, you look better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I came out of Zach and Laura's house and you were driving down the street tonight, 
I decided to do a little run along the car with you. That didn't go was well. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that, that was, was a bad nuts. choice. That, that was, was a bad a, choice. Milk was a bad idea. Yeah, milk was a bad choice. Um, so, uh, so anyway, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better than I was. Certainly Good. a lot of room to go, but certainly, but I'm also spending, you know, 10 plus hours at various places working on the next stuff. So I should be getting better. Yeah. Anyway, we wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Buttercup. <laughs> oh, was that it? No. Oh, was that your? No. Oh, okay. So, uh, just you know, there's literally hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, and you just listen to ours. So we want to thank you for that. We invite you to share our podcast. Tell a friend about it. In the Vampire League, hopefully we have new people listening in. Let's spread the word, because we're just getting started, baby. Yeah. So for Trips Right with Ralph and Dave, I am Dave. I'm Ralph. And we'll talk to you next time. Nope, one more thing. If we... <laughs> I was just going to I was just going to say if we break 40 if we break 40 listeners, we'll plan this better. Wait, and now we're done. done.